0: Welcome to episode 89 of My Pocket Psych, the podcast all about the psychology of the workplace. I'm your host, Richard McKinnon, and I am not joined by my co-host Pilar uh, this time around. Pilar's taking a well-earned holiday, so I'm going to be flying solo. If that doesn't put you off too much, I hope you'll stay for the remainder of the episode where we're going to be talking about productivity. Now, uh long-standing listeners will know that uh, productivity is one of the big themes we work on at Work Life SAC, supporting our clients, um, maybe through coaching, maybe through uh, training for a team or as part of an ongoing development program. But rather than talk about some of the nuts and bolts of how-to when it comes to, to productivity, I wanted to have a look at a topic that's come up quite a bit over the last few months, which I'm kind of framing as the, the missing pieces. Uh, When we think about productivity, let me frame that for you, first of all, though, by by sharing how I describe productivity, Um, because as I've said before, uh, you take your life in your hands by Googling the term. It's a a veritable industry of uh, many, many different products, services, and opinions. I frame it as uh, when we're doing the right thing in the right way at the right time. And that means that we've selected the, the task or the activity. Uh, we know it's relative priority in the scheme of things, and we're able to give it its due attention and care, so we do a good job with it. It's as simple as that. And, and I think that's a pretty flexible way of looking at the concept, and one that you can um, bend and fit to your own context, which is really important. But I know that productivity has been on a lot of people's minds over the past year for various reasons. I'll share some of the stories that I've heard and some of the contexts I've encountered. And I know this doesn't encompass everyone's experience over the last year, but I just want to illustrate it a little bit. You know, for example, I know a lot of people experienced a difficult lockdown period working from home where one way of dealing with that was to immerse themselves in work. They found themselves working longer hours, uh, in part because they didn't feel there was much else that they could do with their social lives curtailed and so on. And with very little in the way of a boundary between the personal and the professional, it was very easy to do additional hours. But what I uh, encountered in discussing these contexts is the realization on the part of people that actually there weren't Uh, as uh, additionally productive um, as they thought they would be with all those extra hours. In fact, it was often uh, the opposite. And they found that their productivity was, was waning the longer that they worked, diminishing returns, if you like. A lot of people had concerns about how productive they might appear to others, um, and so put in extra face time, if you like, online, and maybe stretch their working day. Um, They might have had concerns about how they compared to their peers. Were they getting as much stuff done? And of course, managers and team leaders out there uh, will, will have had concerns, or at least wondered, about the productivity of their direct reports who were working from home, possibly for the first time. So if we go back to a very simple view of productivity as being just doing the right thing, uh, in the right way, at the right time, um, let me share that when someone comes to me, um, let's say in a coaching context, and says I want to work on my productivity, I want to improve things in that space, I'll ask them why, and I'm not trying to be difficult, I just want to understand their perspective, but that often stumps people gives them pause for thought because productivity can seem like a goal in itself. Uh, I should be more productive or we should be more productive. And I I want to examine some of the missing pieces, some of the things that it can be really useful to consider alongside. So productivity plus dot, 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 if you like. So as I go through some of these, uh, what I see as important factors to consider, think about your beliefs about productivity, about your workload, about your working hours, about what good looks like for you and your colleagues, and see if you could broaden your thinking and maybe adopt a more flexible perspective. Again, uh, listeners will know that I underline the importance of context And uh, maybe as we're going through collectively, at least here in the UK, um, another phase of this experience, this pandemic experience with um, a phased return to the workplace for many people who have left it. I know that's not everyone. It, It may be useful to consider what that context is going to look like and how it can be useful to adapt to that after potentially many, many months working from home. So I suggest that it can be really useful and enlightening to reflect on, on some of these. So let, let's walk through them together. And as ever, uh, if you have questions, comments, or feedback about uh, any of the things I mentioned, I'd love to hear from you. We always love to hear from listeners. And you can get in touch on Twitter, at psych or send us a longer message on the contact form uh, on our website, worklifepsych.com slash contact. Well, let's start with, what is it? You know, what does productivity look like to you? Last time round, we talked about email. And if you think productivity is a clear email inbox, then I think there's a good chance you may not feel very fulfilled because it's impossible to maintain that. And really, is that your job? Okay, for some people, maybe in a customer support context, clearing that inbox is, is of prime importance. For many other people, though, it's just one tool in their arsenal um, of tools to get stuff done. So have a listen to that episode to see if uh, any of the uh, beliefs about email might be tripping you up. But if you think productivity is simply getting more stuff done, well, maybe your efforts need a bit more focus. Um, maybe you're equating productivity with busyness. If I'm active and doing stuff all the time, then I'm being productive. But it could be, and it often is, that your busyness is preventing you from focusing on what's really important in your life. Now, this can work two ways. It might be busyness doing things that can be done easily, potentially procrastinating um, about the more challenging or more uncomfortable tasks at work. It can also be that your busyness at work becomes all-encompassing and busyness becomes an excuse for not doing things outside of work. And that's a trap that it's very easy to fall into, especially if you identify strongly with your job, your profession, your role. And then it means that some of your personal roles, activities, responsibilities can, over time, become neglected. So have a think about what productivity means to you and how you're actually measuring it for yourself. How do you estimate your productivity as things stand? Let's think about people. Very few of us um, actually work in a in a in a bubble where we're not uh, involved in any kind of uh, relationship, any kind of interdependence with other people. So when you think about you being productive. How does that impact the people around you? Maybe your drive, maybe your striving to be productive has a negative impact on people around you, particularly if that could include uh, forcing yourself to work longer hours, and as a result, you're sending late-night emails or uh, pushing people to schedule meetings and calls later and later or earlier, and you're extending that working day. You know, it could be detrimental, When it comes to the health of your relationships with other people. And of course, if you're focusing solely on what you must get done, you know, your responsibilities, your targets and goals, then it could be at the cost of relationships with those around you. And that can ultimately prove to be unsustainable because we do need others and others need us. So when it comes to productivity, Focusing on our own productivity and neglecting the people around us, both professionally and personally, um, can mean that that productivity is not ultimately going to bring us uh, joined up satisfaction and fulfillment. Again, uh, the why, I think it's really important to ask ourselves, why do I want to be more Productive. One of the things I see it a lot is that productivity is somehow equated with efficiency. So if I can get more stuff done in a shorter amount of time, great. But what does that mean? What are you going to do with the time and the energy you've saved? Are you simply going to do more work? Because that is also unsustainable. You will reach a point where you can't squeeze any more activity into your working day, no matter how much you stretch that. So why are you working so hard? If you're being productive, if you're getting all the right stuff done, then it's to a good standard and it's timely. But what are you doing with the time and attention that you're saving? Are you simply doing more work or are you engaging in other activities that can bring you a real sense of purpose and meaning? Now, those things might be work-based. It might be about developing skills, uh, increasing your knowledge in a certain Technical area, it could be planning, but it could also be ensuring that you get time with the people you care about, engaging in the non work activities that bring you a sense of uh, pleasure and satisfaction. So, if you want to be more productive, there will be an element of efficiency to that, but not simply to pile more work on as a result. Similarly, look at the bigger picture. If you think of productivity as being sort of cranking through that endless and exhausting task list until it's time to go home, well then maybe it might be useful to consider the bigger picture and look up from those tasks periodically. What do those tasks feed into? Are you able to look up from that task perspective and take in your projects and how they contribute to your satisfaction, your success, uh, your team's purpose and mission, and how you contribute to the organization as a whole, and how does what you're doing each day feed into the successful attainment of any targets or goals that you've been set? Because it's very easy to fall into the task obsession trap. Um, I may just have coined a new term there. So, but it, you know, when we really get stuck on working through that list without taking a step back and thinking, well, to what end? Um, how do all of these tasks roll up into something meaningful, impactful? How am I helping others? How am I reaching my targets? So take a step back and ask yourself, what difference does this make? I'd also like you to think about a a whole person perspective. What I really mean by that is thinking about both your professional and your personal selves when you consider your productivity. It's uh, a really common occurrence, I'll have a, a conversation with a coachee or with a team where we're doing some training and illustrate that the skills they're picking up and the perspectives they're developing are equally useful outside of work. But if you think being productive, in inverted commas, is, is something that's only useful for work, well, you might be neglecting uh, opportunities to really engage with and uh, do the things that matter to you outside of work, in, in your personal life. We've all got multiple roles outside of work. Wouldn't you like to engage with those uh, with the same purpose and the same drive that you do uh, at work? So, you know, when we talk about productivity, it's simply about being intentional in how you invest your time and your attention. Can't you see that that could be really beneficial in your personal life, too, especially when it comes to your really important relationships? Now, I've, I've got one final point I want to cover off, and it's maybe I'm playing to the uh, the recency effect, but I, I really want this ringing in your ears as uh, this episode ends. And that's something that I, I've seen missing in a lot of people's perspective when it comes to their own productivity, and that is compassion. It is a big missing ingredient because it it can fly in the face of their own view of productivity, the relentless striving, the pushing, the getting more done, the longer hours. Well, for those of you who've maybe put in those longer hours, for, for whatever reason, you may have felt a lack of fulfillment, a lack of success, a lack of achievement, however you want to put it. And actually, if you think about the last 15, 18 months, it's been an awful lot of disruption to our lives and in, in all domains and it's been difficult uh, for for different people in different ways but it has been difficult i think we can agree on that and that disruption has meant that we've for many of us attempted to do the same things we always do but in a very different context and that's been difficult so consider the workload that you could address in a shared physical work environment and suddenly you're working from home and all of that's proving slightly more difficult because you're not familiar with the tools or you're you're missing that ad hoc contact. And that has a knock on effect on what you're able to do. Well, I'm gonna suggest that taking a compassionate view of yourself, your humanity, your fallibility, and the fact that these changing contexts Can make it difficult to get the same amount of stuff done. And it can make it difficult to feel as accomplished or as uh, satisfied with your work. So go a little bit easy on yourself. Understand that not every day is going to be you firing on all cylinders. Not every day is going to feel like winning a gold medal when it turns, it turns to, you know, getting through your list for the day. If we're compassionate to ourselves, we give ourselves a break. And we think about what impact the context uh, is having on us and and those around us. And so compassion for ourselves and compassion for others. Because that's another uh, really important thing to remember, that maybe you are one of those people who's adapted to this disruption and taken to it like a duck to water. But maybe what you need is to have a perspective of compassion for those around you who haven't been able to take to that. And I've said it a few times uh, over the last year that looking at challenges through the lens of compassion, um, curiosity as well, but compassion has been really helpful. And in all of the workshops I've been running with clients where we've been talking about dealing with change or building our resilience, uh, or developing our flexibility. I flag the importance of compassion. And if we look at others' behavior and others' attitudes or their responses to what's going on, if we look at that through the lens of compassion, it, it can help us stop judging them. It can help us uh, not be so frustrated that they're not as uh, productive as us or responsive as us and, and take off some of that pressure. So I mentioned it last, not because it's least important, I actually think it's one of the most important things that we need to bear in mind when we're thinking about getting our stuff done. Am I being compassionate to myself and knowing when it's time to take a break so I can recharge those batteries? Am I being compassionate to myself so I can see that maybe the changes in the context make it more difficult or even impossible to be that uh, super productive person I was a few months ago? And can I be compassionate when it comes to the people I work with to maybe see that they are struggling a little bit more than I am? I hope you've you found this useful. I mean, whenever I do these solo episodes, they tend to be a lot shorter and uh, uh, there's multiple reasons for that. But hopefully uh, when Pilar is back, we can we can dip into this again. And as I said, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to, to hear what you have to say about your productivity over the last 15 to 18 months your thoughts on on these principles uh, on these reminders and and if there's anything else of course that you think it's important to bear in mind but my parting uh, comment would be have a think about what productivity means to you and see if you can shake that up a little bit to take more account of what's going on around you thanks for listening Thanks for downloading this episode of My Pocket Psych. To get in touch with questions and feedback, you can tweet us at worklifepsych or leave us a message on the contact form at wwwworklifesychcom slash contact. Thanks for listening.